Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. This episode is brought to you by BetOnline.ag. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. They have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to BetOnline.ag or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's right. You'll get a 50% bonus on your first deposit. That's BetOnline.ag. Hey, what's up and welcome to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast, part of the Believe Podcast Network. I'm Yo Legazzo and today I'm joined by McKay Westbrook. Um, so today uh, we're going to talk about the new hiring of Lakers assistant coach David Fisdale and what that means for the Lakers. And then we'll also talk about uh, reports about the interview uh, you know, Lakers interviewing Scott Brooks uh, for an assistant coach position. Uh, then on the second segment, we'll kind of swift through some of the offseason rumors that circulated uh, this week. So um, with uh, David Fisdale, you know, he's a new assistant coach. Um, they finalized that deal. Um, he was a former Knicks and Grizzlies coach. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it, 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 Woj said that Fisdale had been pursued for, for several lead assistant openings this offseason um, and will now join Frank Vogel's staff with the Lakers. Uh, he, uh, he says, you know, Woj con- continues on and says Fisdale was a longtime Miami Heat assistant who helped coach LeBron James under Eric Spolstra. Um, yeah, and uh, it was also reported that uh, Fisdale accepted uh, the role uh, over a more lucrative uh, offer from the Indiana Pacers. Um, I think and, and it said that uh, he preferred being reunited with LeBron, being home in L.A., and the Lakers' title chances over the money. Um, so, yeah, McKay, what do, you, what do you think about this hire, and, and what do you think this means for the Lakers? I mean, it's, it's obviously a great choice for him. Um, as, as a coach going forward, um, you can go to one of these teams like uh, the Indiana Pacers, but who knows if they're going to be together much longer, you know, with the stars they have. There are rumors that DeMontis Sabonis is going to be moving. Um, right. So I, I think he's got a lot of reason to believe that the Pacers very well may not be a winning team this upcoming season and um, that that can be very deadly for a coaching career. Um, so it's actually probably a smart move uh, financially as well. Um, right. And- right. And and we all know that he had, um, so his, uh, his, uh, when, when the Woj announced the signing, right. Um, there were a lot of Laker fans who kind of criticized the move because of what happened uh, when he was the Knicks 
when you know his tenure with the Knicks as head coach, where he he played one season and a few months, or not played, he he coached one season and a few months, where his record was twenty one and eighty three. Um. And that second season, I think they were like four and eighteen before the Knicks started, you know, uh, before the Knicks fired him. Um, so I think that's, you know, when you're accepting a, a a position, like you said, like maybe maybe that was in the back of his mind. Like I don't want to be in another position where. Uh, obviously, he's not going to be the head coach of the Pacers, or maybe he was. Maybe he what that was the offer. Um, with the Pacers, but um, maybe he was trying to, you know, not be in that sort of position again where, and and maybe in a position where, uh, you know, he's winning for once. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, that that's kind of how it is with coaches. You know, you see these, these great coaches that'll come in on teams and regardless of how good they are, sometimes uh, it's difficult to, to, coach a, a team uh, full of smush parkers to a winning um, season. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, you yeah. had to bring smush in. Huh? Right. I had, <laughs> had to bring smush in. Um, but he's obviously um, got other instances where he's had success. Yep. Um, he, like you mentioned, um, he coached under Eric Spolstra um, with that, that, team with LeBron in Miami mm-hmm. and I mean obviously we we already know this LeBron James has a ton of pull um, for who comes in and out of the Lakers organization LeBron James knows who he wants and regardless of who's the GM or who um, the the scouts are for for the Lakers to go and get people LeBron James is a very large deciding factor in who is going to come and play for us, who is going to come and coach. Um, and I wouldn't doubt that he said, Hey, that guy's available. Get him over here. He, uh, he knows what it takes. Oh yeah, for sure. The, I mean, the Lakers front office would not have made this higher without the consent um, of LeBron or AD, right? Um, the two biggest stars in the Lakers squad. And you're right. I mean, it, it's going to be, uh, it'll be through LeBron, um, who might have the final say on who might who might be coaching. Um, so that let me ask you this though, like Fisdale, what do you think? You know, what do you think he brings to the table here for the Lakers as an assistant coach? Uh, I mean, you know, like I said, he brings that that championship mentality. Um, I think he also brings a hunger, you know, to turn down um that immediate money that he could have made over with the pacers and take uh, a uh take take kind of a i don't know i i guess a not a smaller role but um a less financially significant one um it really goes to show what he's looking to do and i mm-hmm. think that's important in order to win a championship you need a roster full of people that are all bought in and when everybody's not bought in it shows and you can't win a, a championship unless everybody is all the way in i i think that motivation from the coaching staff 
and having people who have had this tenure, you know, if, if you have people who believe in you as well, um, that's going to do wonders for the morale and um, for the building up of your team, especially going forward into this next season. I suspect that we're going to have a new revamped Lakers team. Um, Probably, you know, I know a lot of people want to run it back, but there's a very good chance that we're going to have a lot of new players. We're going to see um, some of the significant role players um, on our team from the last couple of seasons go away. Um, so I think it'll, it'll be important to, to bring some energy, to bring um, somebody in who uh, LeBron knows is going to do a good job and, and can help them um, get to another championship. Yeah, man. And I like that you, you mentioned hungry, like he's hungry for, to prove himself. Right. I think that, um, when I was looking him up, um, when he was fired by the Knicks, he had admitted, um, that after that point, he was at his lowest point in his life, um, where, um, you know, he just questioned, uh, his coaching and, and so forth. And I think now, um, I think he he's he's sort of humbled and he's hungry to sort of prove himself. And what better place right here in in, in Los Angeles uh, to to prove yourself um, with LeBron James and AD and like you said, maybe a whole new different team um, with the type of offense that he he presents. He, he's a, he's a very offensive minded coach, and that it's especially it's it's exactly what we we need right after um jason kidd leaves he's he's basically jason kidd's replacement um and he'll be providing a lot of the offensive uh coaching support um when he played with the the knicks um uh, you know a lot of people have said this but his his obviously he had a very bad you know record but when you kind of look at uh, why that is is because of the players that he had and the coaching style that he has is where he the, he tailors the system to to the strengths of each player individually um and he runs a very s- simple offense not a lot of uh, uh complex sets um re- relying heavily a lot on like running isolations pick and rolls and so forth um so I think I think he's going to be a sort of coach where he'll get to understand a player's strengths and their weaknesses uh, on the offensive end, and hopefully that helps them be in a comfort zone when they're out there on the court. Uh, you know, how do you think, McKay? How do you think that sort of uh, um, coaching style will help uh, this Lakers squad um, and uh, you know for, for this this next year? Well, I mean, great if we get uh, some some players like uh, Carmelo Anthony that's been rumored to come over, uh, <laughs> you know, some, some specialization uh, isolation players, um, you know, we'll, we'll see time will tell. Um, it's, it's been interesting. I know there's uh, a lot of, uh, I, I guess kind of controversy when it comes to the, the Lakers coaching staff, Um Mm-hmm. It gets praised when we win. It, it gets um, kicked to the ground when we lose. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's never fully the player's fault. It's always the coaches. Um, but, you know, I'm I'm definitely interested uh, to, to see how that works out. Um, 
could definitely be good with um, LeBron James getting older. I would love to see him continue to even improve his his isolation game. Uh, yeah, he's, he's become incredible on that that turnaround fadeaway mid range jumper. Um, I've been so surprised how consistently he can hit that at times. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I mean, I I think it'll it can fit uh, our style of play pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting um, to see how that works out. But it'll also be interesting to see if the Lakers end up also hiring Scott Brooks because word got out was reported that he had an interview with the Lakers to become one of the uh, part of the coaching staff as an assistant. Um, what, what do you think about, about, about him and adding him to the, to the team? Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, another name that that's been um, around for a while. Uh, we'll see when yeah, I, I think it's, it's interesting though. You can get, um, just kind of like the the Lakers' alleged uh, superstar teams of the past um, that that have worked at times and and haven't worked at times. You know, we had the teams where we brought in Steve Nash, Dwight Howard, and on paper we look like the the best thing out there. Um, yeah. Same thing happened with uh, you know earlier in the two thousands with Carl um, Malone and and. Gary Payton right um you you see these people coming in they've got um great things associated with them and and their past and you just hope that it'll all mesh together correctly you know you you really have to have the the stars align a little bit um and you know you never know how how coaches and and players are going to mesh exactly um you see examples like Mike D'Antoni coming and coaching the oh Lakers. What was an absolute disaster. Disaster. Not, I mean, he's he's been a great coach for other teams. Right. Uh, was absolutely awful for the Lakers. Um, <laughs> but, you know, I think if LeBron James has had a lot of say in, in these coaches who he's getting, um, he knows what's worked for him in the past. Mm-hmm. He knows what styles of coaching – are needed in order to um, make a championship team. And I've got faith in, in both the, the front court or the front office and um, our players that they're, they're making good decisions on who to bring on. Oh yeah, for sure. I think if it does happen, I like it. Like if it does happen um, again, another guy who's very offensive minded um, last year, he coached the wizards obviously, and they were third in the NBA at 116 points per game third. Um, and these are the wizards. So I think, I think if, 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 uh, if we do, uh, if we do end up hiring him, I think he's going to give a boost to our offense, which obviously lacked uh, last year. Right. And I think it's going to be, I think it's it's great. It'll be great to to have him. Um, it's interesting though that the Lakers have been interviewing other coaches. Um, I think McKay, you you mentioned right that uh, uh, on our chat that you don't necessarily there's there's no limit to how many assistant coaches uh, you can have um, on a team, uh, and I think that's right. And I think that 
Um, but 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 I think that one of the the reasons why the Lakers are doing this is because maybe maybe Jason Kidd might have successfully lured some of the Lakers coaching staff away and are, are now going to be maybe part of the Mavs coaching staff. Um, so maybe maybe that's why the Lakers are doing that. Um, it's also interesting after, you know, we, we, we hear the reports, people have been talking about, you know, who's, who's, who's a, a play, who, which player has, you know, Scott Brooks up there as his favorite coach, right? Uh, or, or, you know, so uh, there's been ties about to, to Russell Westbrook now joining the Lakers, probably won't happen, but um but yeah, it'll be, inter- it'll be interesting to see what happens here with, with Scott Brooks, right? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's going to be, um, it, it'll be a good shakeup. Um, you know, definitely yeah. always sad to, to see Jason Kidd go. He's, he was such a great uh, coach and influence, but you know, that's why um, the Mavs, the Mavs wanted him. Um, but uh, we'll see. I, I haven't heard other reports as of yet. Um, in terms of other Lakers staff following him, but right, um, I definitely wouldn't um, blame people for for trying to go over to the the Mavs. You know, they've got that young talent in Luka Doncic. Yeah, um, there are rumors that the Mavs are going to pursue Kawhi Leonard in the off season. Oh so, my gosh! <laughs> yeah, so there's uh, you know, there's some things that that could be going down over there, and that mm-hmm. could generate some excitement and motivate some people to want to go over there but um i mean we we've got winning ingredients in la for sure as long as we can beat the injury bug and um everybody meshes correctly if if anthony davis and lebron james are healthy and we can get a, a few um offensively contributing um pieces you know we've we've already got that great defensive mentality i think right um i i think we could be favorites again next year to to win the championship yeah man i agree completely agree all right man let's let's go ahead and take our our la- or you know our break here and when we come back um we'll talk about some of the off-season rumors that have circulated uh this last week so guys stay tuned and we'll talk to you soon Hey guys, this is McKay with the Hashtag Laker Podcast. I wanted to talk to you about Jersey Bird, your number one custom jersey shop. They've got high quality, low priced jerseys for you, your family, and friends. The folks at Jersey Bird are really dedicated to bringing you the very best jerseys with a focus on dependability, durability, and customer satisfaction. They've even got custom Kobe and LeBron high school jerseys for you to enjoy. So don't show up to your buddy's watch party looking like a bum. Hop on jerseybirdofficial.com, take a look at their selection, and use promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order. Again, that's promo code LAKERS to get 10% off your order at jerseybirdofficial.com.
Welcome back to the Hashtag Lakers Podcast. I'm here with McKay Westbrook. So, you know, we've we've done this in the last two episodes, and we're going to do it for the whole summer. And basically, we're going to break down off-season ru- rumors and reports on the, on the Lakers as they come in. Um, again, like we've been saying, it'll be up to you to decide if you believe them or not. But, but uh, on our pod, we're going to really just give them the benefit of the doubt and talk about them. Um, so here goes uh, this week's rumors and reports. Uh, number one, NBA Insider says uh, the Lakers will be sniffing around to get Thunder's newest team member, Kemba Walker. That was per Zach Lowe on his podcast, the Low Post pod. Um, there's another rumor that an Eastern Conference executive said that he'd give uh, THT a max contract this offseason. Uh, included in the in the report was that Horton, uh, THT can earn up to roughly $83 million over the next four years, uh, but only if a team has cap room to give him uh, an arenas rule offer sheet as a restricted free agent. And so that's basically arenas uh, rule, you know, you max the four years and, uh, but it would be backloaded. So first two years would be like nine, 10 millions. And then, uh, then third and fourth year, it would increase significant, significantly to round up or get to 83 million over the four years. And then, uh, so yeah, so that's the THT rumor report that's going on. And then the last rumor is about Dennis Schroeder, who has reportedly communicated that he wants uh, a a $100 million to $120 million deal in free agency. That was reported by um, a German, the German Federation vice president or something like that. Um, but yeah, those are the rumors. But... Before we do get to those, I did want to get your opinion on Damian Lillard and LeBron James sharing a dap at the Sparks versus Aces game. Looks like they had some fun uh, doing that. So what would you think about that? Uh, I mean, you never know when it comes to things like this. Like there's definitely um, tons of recruiting that goes on with these players. And I don't think it's out of the range of possibilities at all that LeBron James has tried to recruit Damian Lillard. Um, do I think it's possible that he'll come over to the Lakers uh, very slightly, but I, I mean, Damian Lillard has expressed uh, in the past that, that he wants to stay in Portland. If, if they'll have him, I think Damian Lillard is the type of killer that can have, a team built around him um if if a if it's built correctly um you know i i think he would come into la as probably not the number one guy um probably the either the number two or the number three uh hard hard to say it's a it's a little crowded in in superstar land in la right now um (sighs) I, I think LeBron James has good relationships with a lot of the people in the league. Um, it's smart to do so. They're more than players. They're also businessmen. And it's great to, to have that networking circle. I mean, 
Damian Lillard is going to be in in Space Jam, <laughs> you know. So right, they're right. friends. They're right. friends. Um, so I don't know yeah. that it that it really means anything more significant. But I I think we as Lakers fans we see that and we we hope that we can get somebody of Damian Lillard's caliber to to come and join the Lakers as well. But um, I I honestly don't think it it really means anything more than than what it was you know a couple of friends who went and saw a WNBA game together yeah probably but I'd like to think that after that game they went to a really fancy smancy restaurant and you know they 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 did some business LeBron James said all right Kuzma Dennis Schroeder Harrell is that good is that can we make that trade <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I don't know that Damian Lillard really has uh, the say in that, but <laughs> no, Damian Lillard's like, all right, make it happen, Bron. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, obviously, um, obviously, it probably didn't happen, but uh, I'd like to think it did. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, let's let's see what happens there. I'm sure they're just. You're right. They're just they're just friends. Um, Damon Lillard, obviously, I think uh, if you guys didn't know, he did express back in 2017 that if he wasn't playing for Portland, it, it would either be the Lakers or the Jazz. I think he picked the Jazz because, you know, he, he went to Weber State, which is in Utah. Um, but, um, yeah, we'll, we'll see what happens there. But let's move on. Let's talk about Kemba. What do you think about bringing Kemba Walker to the Lakers? Um, I, I think that one's definitely um... – more of a plausible acquisition and it might even be a better fit. Right. Uh, Kimball Walker, you know, we, we saw a little bit of a decline in, in his performance um, out in Boston. Uh, he had some injury problems though. And uh, he, he took a little bit of a backseat to um, people like Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, but he, he's honestly, he can still go out there and play. Um, he still was putting up some, some pretty good numbers, um, averaging over 19 points a game. Uh, I, I think he could be a great acquisition for us. And, um, at the point he's at in his career, uh, unfortunately, I, I think a lot of teams, um, well, maybe fortunately, um, for us, but, unfortunate for him um, a lot of teams are kind of seeing him as as a player on the decline I don't know that they really see him as all-star caliber anymore um, I, I think if he's in in the right role he he probably still is right around that level um, but when it when it comes to I mean like you mentioned um, Dennis Schroeder wants that 100 to 120 million dollar contract and right and i just say bruh <laughs> that's, <laughs> you know, that's that's Dude. about all that's that's about all you can say to that um <laughs> i i think probably at this point in kimba walker's career um we we could acquire him at um a smaller price tag especially because he's coming i i think he probably realizes where he's at as well and is pretty hungry for 
a championship as well. I think mm-hmm. it's definitely possible to um, lure him over. Yeah, and, and it's also hard. I mean, I, I would like. I mean, like, I would like to have Kemba Walker. The only concerns I have is his in, he's injury prone. Um, particularly his knees. I think it's just it slowed him down. Um, he obviously came back, like you said, and he averaged 19 points per game, almost five assists, almost four rebounds, um, shot 42% overall from the field and knocked down 36% of his three point attempts. So I think, you know, that's, that's great. That's that three point percentage is better than Schroeder's. Um, and I think that would be a massive, massive upgrade to that point guard position. And he's already playing, he, he, he's already played the, the third, the third guy in the, in, at the, with the Celtics, right? So he's, he's, he knows when to take a step back and let AD and LeBron have, have their way. Right. Um, and you know, he's not bad at being being the assist guy as well and he can run the offense pretty well uh, Michael Jordan obviously he, he was with the um, um, the uh, Charlotte um, and Michael Jordan had high praises for for Kemba um, and and so I mean we'll see uh, I'm it, like you said it's probably more possible plausible to get Kemba than Damian Lillard Um and and also the money works a lot better with with to get Kemba. Um, we we already talked about Schroeder. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that's all you got to leave it at is just bruh, bruh. <laughs> <laughs> that's about it. Let's talk about THT here. When you found when you heard that news, would would you think? Uh, would you think about that? Hey, you. I think we got to lock him up, and he's his skill ceiling is ridiculously high yeah. um i and just the pace and level at which he um was able to to learn particularly from his mistakes i mean because i think a lot of people could see his raw talent when he would go out there um but he was a little bit out of control um at the beginning um he he's got a ton of confidence um but at the same time, he was able to recognize, I think, be humble enough to see in what areas um, he lacked. And he really put in um, the effort into improving upon those areas. And I I would notice his progression and that he seemed to um, commit less mistakes. Um, I know people from around the league have, have said that in, in the right position he is a 20 point plus per game player and i agree absolutely Mm -hmm. um i think he could be an offensive monster he's still so young right and i think he could be a future key player for the lakers um with some of these players being shipped out uh, or you know, supposedly shipped out. We'll we'll see. Um, I think he has the potential to take on a bigger role with LA. Mm-hmm. Um, I know there are talks of some of these other teams wanting to acquire him. Um, they see his potential as well, right? Um, 
but the Lakers do have the ability to match any offer. Right. That's, right. that's thrown out there. Mm-hmm. And but can we is the thing. <laughs> in in my opinion, I mean, I think I think he can be a, a next level player. I think we can give him a bigger role with the Lakers. I think he's got oh. the potential to to be incredible for us and to yeah. be an incredible um, player in the future. Now that being said, um, what does THT want? Um, uh, I mean, I I think he he definitely wants to win. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, um, he could be at that point in his career where he realizes he needs to go somewhere and he needs to have a bigger role if the Lakers don't want to give that to him um, so that he can continue to develop as a player and, and reach his potential. Man. And that's the thing that uh, I'm, I'm, you know, kind of, kind of worried about is because of his ambition um and his drive to learn and grow it kind of reminds me of kobe uh, um just his ambition his drive to to do what it takes to get better i mean he's he's out there today he's out there there's videos up we posted it on our instagram page him working out with lethal shooter um and his mid-range game it looks clean uh from that video and um yeah i mean i wouldn't be surprised if he comes out next season wherever he plays with such an elite um uh, mid-range game and um i I don't know i'm kind of i'm kind of worried because i don't want to let him go um i'm kind of worried that this (laughs) this was leaked uh, this rumor right that they, they they'd give him a max contract just to screw with the lakers (laughs) <laughs> wouldn't be surprised if it was the Celtics, the Heat, or the Nets um, to try to bol- bolster his his stock to screw with us, so that um, you know there's a there's someone out there that he his agent knows that there's someone there's a, some team out there that will give him a max contract and make him lots of money. So um, wouldn't be surprised if it was the Nets or the Celtics to just screw with us. Um, it could be also the Bulls because I know that you, you mentioned that there were some teams that. Uh, had interest in him and and that was one of the teams is the bulls and um he's from chicago so there might be some allure to uh to you know to playing with with the bulls where where it all happened for michael jordan his uh, so i don't know well we'll see what happens there it'll be yeah I, yeah i mean it, i i think it's a little bit of a gamble for um these other teams for a player who hasn't fully proven himself that's um, true i i mean there are those rumors um i don't know that he's really going to get a, a max deal uh i mean maybe i'll i'll get proven wrong but um you know i i don't know we'll we'll see i i hope that the lakers are willing to offer him a big enough role that he believes will not stifle his progression and will help him to continue to grow as a player. Um, I, I mean, championship experience is, mm-hmm. is probably just as big of a thing as, as anything. I mean, he got a ring that first year. He didn't play a ton of minutes um, with he, us. He but... did play a crucial role in, in, in destroying Harden. Yes. yes. <laughs> he's, he's the Harden killer. 
Yeah, yeah. No, he he did. Absolutely. Um, I mean, so he did play a role, so he does have a little bit of experience there, but I think um, more of that playoff experience could definitely benefit him going forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, uh, Just kind of some of the things, though, that he's got away. Um, Does he want to go and get that that playoff experience and that championship experience here um, with whatever role the, the Lakers are willing to give him or is there a possibility to step up to a bigger stage um, somewhere else? Uh, so I, you know, I guess we'll see. I, I really like THT. I Me hope too. we keep him. Um, I see a ton of potential in him. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll see. Yeah, I guess we'll see. I do want to keep him. I do. It's just, can we afford it? If, if someone offers him a really good deal. Um, yeah. So those, that does it. That really does it for today, guys. Um, you can uh, catch us on Apple Podcast, Spotify, and many other listening platforms. Uh, do us a favor and head on over to Apple Podcasts. Subscribe and give us a five-star review. We'd appreciate the follows and all the reviews. It'll help us continue to produce this show. You can also uh, follow us on Twitter at hashtag LakerPod and on Instagram at hashtag Lakers. Guys, with that said... Have a great day. Root for the Lakers. And we'll talk to you guys next time. Games in the Admiral refrigerator. The door is closed. The lights out. Butter's getting hard. The eggs are cooling and the jello is jiggling. Hey guys. Let me tell you about these delicious protein bars. They're called Built Bars. Ever heard of them? The typical protein bar is dense, gritty, and difficult to chew. Not Built Bar though. The texture is light and fluffy, and it's covered in perfectly tempered, 100% pure dark chocolate. With each bite you take, you will think you are cheating on your diet, indulging on a chocolate dessert. We think you'll agree. There isn't a more delicious way to get your protein. Built Bar is the favorite protein bar of many fitness trainers and fitness enthusiasts alike. My personal favorite is the cookies and cream. It's like eating a candy bar. So what are you waiting for? Head on over to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order. That's promo code LakerPod to get 10% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.